from John chapter 16, verses 1 through 33. I, Jesus, have told you these things so that you won't abandon your faith. For you will be expelled from the synagogues, and the time is coming when those who kill you will think they are doing a holy service for God. This is because they have never known the Father or me. Yes, I am telling you these things now, so when they happen, you will remember my warning. I didn't tell you earlier because I was going to be with you for a little while longer. But now I am going away to the one who sent me, and not one of you is asking where I am going. Instead, you grieve because of what I have told you. But in fact, it is best for you that I go away, because if I don't, the Advocate won't come. 
If I do go away, then I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will convict the world of its sin and of God's righteousness and of the coming judgment. The world's sin is that it refuses to believe in me. Righteousness is available because I go to the Father, and you will see me no more. Judgment will come because the ruler of this world has already been judged. There is so much more I want to tell you, but you can't bear it now. When the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own, but will tell you what he has heard. He will tell you about the future. He will bring me glory by telling you whatever he receives from me. All that belongs to the Father is mine. And this is why I said, the Spirit will tell you whatever he receives from me. In a little while, you won't see me anymore. But a little while after that, you will see me again. Some of the disciples ask each other, What does he mean when he says, In a little while you won't see me, but then you will see me, and I am going to the Father? What does he mean by a little while? We don't understand. Jesus realized they wanted to ask him about it, so he said, Are you asking yourselves what I meant? I said, In a little while you won't see me, but a little while after you will see me again. I tell you the truth, you will weep and mourn over what is going to happen to me, but the world will rejoice. You will grieve, but your grief will suddenly turn to wonderful joy. It will be like a woman suffering the pains of labor. When her child is born, her anguish gives way to joy because she has brought a new baby into the world. You have so you have so you have sorrow now, but I will see you again. Then you will rejoice, and no one can rob you of that joy. At that time, you won't need to ask me for anything. I tell you the truth. You will ask the Father directly, and he will grant your request because you use my name. You haven't done this before. Ask, using my name, and you will receive, and you will have abundant joy. I've spoken of these matters in figures of speech, but soon I will stop speaking figuratively and will tell you plainly all about the Father. Then you will ask in my name. I'm not saying I will ask the Father on your behalf. For the Father himself loves you dearly because you love me and believe that I came from God. Yes, I came from the Father into the world, and now I, I will leave the world and return to the Father. Then his disciples said, At last you are speaking plainly and not figuratively. Now we understand that you know everything, and there is no need to question you. From this we believe that you came from God. Jesus asked, Do you finally believe? But the time is coming, indeed it's here now, when you will be scattered, each one going his own way leaving me alone. Yet I am not alone, because the Father is with me. I have told you all this, so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart, because I have overcome the world. Hey, what's up, brothers? Uh, this is Jeff Tusi. Uh, I'd just like to encourage you guys to uh, just do the best you can, continue to seek God. Uh, before I came to the refuge, I was actually lost. Uh, Never read a Bible in my life, had no understanding on nothing. Uh, but coming to the refuge, uh, it actually helped me build relationship, helped me have understanding. Uh, now I'm a way better of a person. I actually have goals now. I actually have understanding on what I need to do and what my purpose in life is. Uh, I'd just like to encourage all you guys to continue to keep growing and to continue to work with each other and help each other out. Uh, all the brothers that are there now, that have been there, uh, Brother Sean, Brother Derek, Arion, you guys keep feeding in, keep growing. I'm happy for you guys. I'm still doing great and going to keep doing good. Uh, all you new brothers that just came in on Monday, uh, I talked to a lot of you guys at the church. Uh, I just hope the best for all of you guys, man. I mean, I really do. Just continue to do this and just keep seeking God and uh, just communicate, man. If you got something on your heart, 
don't be shy to get it out, you know, just talk to whoever, uh, do what you got to do, and God will show you the right way, and so many good things will continue to happen. Uh, Brother uh, Nate, Brother Mike, keep uh, doing the good job that you guys are doing, man. You guys are all great. Love all you guys. Wish the best for you.
And our devotional reading today comes from New Morning Mercies. Don't give way to fear today. The Lord Almighty is your Savior, and He is with you in whatever you're facing and wherever you go. The Apostle Paul is in Athens, waiting to make connections with fellow travelers, and is so moved by what he sees and hears that he can't resist injecting God into the conversation. Listen to his words. So Paul, standing in the midst of the Areopagus, said, Men of Athens, I perceive that in every way you are very religious. For as I passed along and observed the objects of your worship, I found also an altar with this inscription, To the unknown God. What therefore you worship as unknown, this I proclaim, proclaim to you. The God who made the world and everything in it, being Lord of heaven and earth, does not live in temples made by man, nor is he served by human hands as though he needed anything, since he himself to all mankind life and breath and everything. And he made from one man every nation of mankind to live on all the face of the earth, having determined allotted periods and the boundaries of their dwelling place, that they should seek God and perhaps feel their way toward him and find him, Yet he is actually not far from each one of us, for in him we live and move and have our being, as some and and even some of your own poets have said, for we indeed his offspring. That was from Acts chapter seventeen, verses twenty two through twenty eight. There are two things that should calm our fears. The first is the incredible truth that Paul speaks to the Athenians. Paul announces that the God who is in control of everything that exists, even down to the exact address where we live, has decided to rule his world so that he is so near to us, to all of us, that any moment he could reach out and touch him. God is always near and always reachable. But more needs to be said. Yes, it is true that as sovereign, God is near in power and rule. But it, is also, but it also must be said that as Savior, he is near in presence and grace. As sovereign, he rules over all the situations, locations, and relationships that may cause me fear. But as a Savior, he is rescuing, empowering, and transforming me by grace. Because God is my sovereign, my life is never out of control. And because he is my Savior, he blesses me with everything I need to live in the middle of things that are beyond my control. He is a sovereign Savior, which means I don't need to fear because he is with me and he provides everything I need for the places where his plan leads me. He rules and He graces me with everything I need to live inside His rule with peace, hope, and courage. Why then should I fear? You hear me when I call, you are my morning song. Though darkness fills the night, it cannot hide the light. Shall I fear? You crush the enemy underneath my feet. You are my sword and shield, though troubles linger still. Whom shall I fear? I know who goes before me.
Yeah, Roger Wilson. Um, phasing up the phase two today. Uh, just want to say thank God for finally answering the door. Um, didn't have a whole lot of uh, relationship with God coming up. Uh, a lot of rocky roads, a lot of alcohol, a lot of out of control stuff. You know, we've all been there and we're all finding our our paths with him today. Uh, whatever you guys do, don't give up faith. He's always going to be there. I found that out the hard way. Uh, as a lot of us did. But with his faith, you know, we can, we can get through this and we can overpass so many things. And there's a lot of people out there that need our help. So let's put ourselves together, get this thing going right. You know, the refuge has been a good place for me. It reestablished my contact with, with the Lord, and it's really what I need. Um, I'm slowly becoming a burkworm, and it's, it's one of the best things I've ever done, and I have no regrets. So hopefully you guys can take that in faith and, and run with it and do the same. Good luck to you. And our reading from Psalm today comes from Psalm 119, verses 65 through 80. You have done many good things for me, Lord, just as you promised. I believe in your commands. Now teach me good judgment and knowledge. I used to wander off until my, until you disciplined me, but now I closely follow your word. You are good and do only good. Teach me your decrees. Arrogant people swear me with, or arrogant people smear me with lies, but in truth I obey your commandments with all my heart. Their hearts are dull and stupid, but I delight in your instruction. My suffering was good for me. For it taught me to pay attention to your decrees. Your instructions are more valuable to me than millions in gold and silver. You made me. You created me. You gave me the sense to follow your commands. May all who fear you find in me a cause for joy. For I have put my hope in your word. I know, O Lord, that your regulations are fair. You disciplined me because I needed it. Now let your unfailing love comfort me, just as you promised me your servant. Surround me with your tender mercies so I may live. For your instructions are my delight. Bring disgrace upon the arrogant people who lied about me. Meanwhile, I will concentrate on your commandments. Let me be united with all who fear you, with those who know your laws. May I be blameless in keeping your decrees. Then I will never be ashamed. And our reading from Proverbs is Proverbs 16, verses 4 and 5. The Lord has made everything for his own purposes, even the wicked for a day of disaster. The Lord detests the proud. They will surely be punished.
And that is going to wrap up this Friday edition of Transformation Radio. Thanks again for joining us. And hope you guys have a good weekend. Hope you guys get to worship and get to relax, have some fun with friends and family. And um, all around us, have a great time this weekend and enjoy creation if you can. I'd just like to pray for you guys, for everyone out there that's listening today. And uh, we'll finish off with David Crowder with After All. Father God, thank you for Jesus and uh, all that he has given us and that he's given us life. And through that life, Lord, we have this life and it's so abundant and so full. And um, we have blessings upon blessings upon blessings. And uh, we have more than we could ever ask or ever need, Lord. And we thank you for that. I pray for everyone that's listening today and that they would have a great Friday, a great start to their uh, Memorial Day weekend, and that they just have a, they, uh, as they spend time with family and friends and with our brothers and sisters in Christ, that they would uh, just have great communion this weekend and um, just a great time in fellowship, Lord. Um, thank you for all that you've given us again. In the name of your son, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Okay, it's David Crowder with After All here on Transformation Radio, and we will see you tomorrow.